Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's so much to see, and I just hope that the unrest in the world will be tempered and we can all feel free to go wherever we want to go. That's my dream. Welcome to Talking Points. It's your host, Brian Kelly. I am so excited to introduce my guest on this episode. She's one of the most iconic women in America. It's the one and only Martha Stewart. As a businesswoman, entertainer, author of almost a hundred best-selling books, she's even expanded her brand into cruising. And that's what we're here to talk about today. Martha Stewart, thank you so much for joining us. I'm very happy to be here and see your beautiful offices. It's fun, right? Yeah. Well, it's kind of funny. We actually have like some high-level similarities in our story. We both worked on Wall Street and ended up pursuing our passions. Indeed. What was it that helped get you from that Wall Street career to doing what you really love? Well, it was one thing, negotiated commissions, very basic (laughs) (laughs) business decision. And, uh, And I thought, gee, I could probably make more money doing something else. And uh, that was not true. I could have made a lot more money just staying on Wall Street. Do you ever think about that? Like what? Oh no, no. Yeah. I'd be no. I would. I would have been the CEO of a company that I hadn't started. Yeah. So it freed me to become the entrepreneur that I have become. And your first foray was it weddings at first? I was at a caterer. I started after painting my house from top to bottom on extension ladders. I'm not afraid of heights, obviously. (laughs) I uh, started a catering business and started feeding people's appetites, their culinary appetites, rather than their money-making appetites. (laughs) And uh, so it was kind of fun. And And was this uh, a side hustle like while you were working? No, no. So you left finance. Oh, yeah. I totally left. I totally retired from Wall Street and started this catering business, which was such a folly because catering is infinitely more difficult and harder and more exhausting (laughs) than any other occupation on earth. But you loved it. Oh, yeah. It was very fun. And it taught me a lot. It taught me a lot about uh, many, many things, just transportation of something like food, perishables, taught me how to have a staff that had to be maintained and commandeered. Catering staffs are really hard. So you were making the food and obviously you're known for your homemaking and decorating. Was that a service that you added on or were you going into your events and being like, no, you got to do it this way? And, uh, and- no, no, I did everything. I did the decorating. It was almost being an event planner for my clients. So we did everything from small events to very large events at the Metropolitan Museum, at the Cooper Hewitt Museum, at Sotheby's. I was their caterer for several years at all their big openings of all the big art sales and antique sales. So I had a, a very interesting catering career, which taught me a lot about feeding people in a restaurant that you set up every night and broke down every night. So it was very ephemeral, very yeah. very hard, very hard, but it made beautiful pictures. How many books are you at today? Well, I just finished the introduction, and it's called The Introduction, not the foreword, because authors do not write forewords. They write introductions to their works. Good to know. 95th book. 95th yes, book. Yes, isn't that great? <laughs> and what is it? It is a book on cookies. It's called Cookie Perfection. Your favorite cookie? Either a really good macaron, not mm. not the French macaron. This is the coconut. Coconut, macaron. I love coconut. Yeah, the chip dipped in milk chocolate, 
or it will be a sablé, which I learned how to make in France on the Rue de Cherche-Midi in a little place called Poilon. They made the best, and I learned from them. I, I make my own out of pot sucre. That's a really good cookie. I can't even spell any of these things that you're saying. <laughs> I'll but, make them for you sometime. <laughs> by the way, if you don't follow Martha on Instagram, you know, there's the brand account and then there's Martha Stewart 48, yeah. which is like my favorite Instagram account. Oh, it good. is it is Martha Quintessential Martha. Quintessential Martha, just as we need it. (laughs) We flew together. I loved flying. What was it? SAS from uh, Newark to Oslo last year when we went to the Seed Vault. And I have to say, well, first of all, you judged me for drinking wine. Even though it was 6 p.m., Yeah. You kind of get, threw a little bit of shade at me. But for, I sh- I, you shouldn't be drinking alcohol. Is that what I said? Or something like that. Oh. Well, <laughs> I don't. I try not to drink on airplanes yeah. because um, they say you should be drinking a lot of water, hydrating, and sleeping if you can, but also walking around a lot. So mm. I try to follow all Especially that. Especially on those. That was such a whirlwind trip. Oh that, yeah, because I, I yeah that was the Sea Vault up in Svalbard, Norway, which is very close to the Arctic Circle, close to the North Pole. So much fun. We had such a great time. But then I went the same month. I had already planned a trip. The Seed Vault was kind of a spontaneous trip with all you guys. And then I went to the South Pole. So I became bipolar in one month. (laughs) Didn't take long. One month. (laughs) And those pictures, I... Oh, the icebergs. Such a different landscape in the South Pole from the North Pole. How so? Well, because the North Pole is all snow. And uh, not a lot of ice, more snow. Right. Remember how much yeah, yeah. snow we were in? And uh, those early morning snowmobile rides. Did you go on those? I didn't. He I was sleeping. It he was sleeping. I was tired. Maybe because it was because of that wine in the – He was drinking and sleeping. Martha is always right. Oh, gosh. And I went out on those – oh, it, it was still dark when we got up and went out on the snowmobiles across all the glaciers. We had so much fun. So reindeer and we didn't see any polar bears because uh, – They were not, too far out. There. Yeah, it was like hours out. out. But then in the South Pole, you see so much more wildlife because it's uh, open seas. And we were on the sea. Were they um, calm when you were there? Oh, no. Sometimes they were very rough. And But yeah. it rained every single day. Mm. And that was not good for global warming. Yeah, uh, yeah. We were down there to see about global warming. Mm. But the icebergs are the most incredible, incredible natural formations I've ever seen. So it's fun to – I like to travel where I haven't been. That's yeah, my favorite push- place to go. I think one of my favorite surprises in flight was when you gave me your baked potato with caviar. Oh, I think that it was nice? the sweetest gift I've ever gotten. You ate it. Ever, maybe. Oh, I ate you the whole thing. It. And some of your, uh, I think you had hard-boiled eggs as well. From the chickens, I remember yeah. walking down the aisle on that plane in business class. Everyone's like, where'd you get that baked potato with caviar? I'm like, oh, Martha Stewart, you know, uh, casually. Well, I know. Is, I, do you no, do that on to, a lot of flights? Oh, yeah. Every flight I go on, I try to take my own food because – Airline food, you know, it used to be more interesting. Mm-hmm. It's just not so interesting anymore. And and I'd rather take a snack or a, a small meal that I want to eat. Yeah. And on a trip like that, when it's kind of celebratory, we're going yeah. to someplace, the North Pole, so so amazing. Uh, you want to kind of celebrate. And I did have a can of caviar, somebody, a gift, I guess. Somebody it was a lot me. of caviar. Yeah, we had a lot. <laughs> big, big can. So I'd bring the can of caviar on an ice pack. And the caviar, I guess, is TSA approved. Yeah, it gets through the security. The baked potatoes get through the security. And so you can't take liquids. I mean, it's the liquids. You couldn't yeah. take the bottle of vodka, but they yeah. did have vodka on the plane, I think. Did you have vodka with your I did potato? not, no. Oh. I'm, not, um, I'm not a sot. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so nice to do something like that. But I, I often take either a homemade sandwich 
salad or a fruit salad that I make. So they didn't cook the potato in the galley. I no. thought I saw you go into the galley. I was like, did Martha just commandeer the oven? No, no. no, no. <laughs> have you ever cooked I, a meal? No, and- sometimes I ask them to warm something for me, and yeah. they do. If, if it's first class, you have to be first class to do that. I enjoy traveling. I enjoy getting on an airplane, actually. I'm, a, I'm an optimist. I do believe we're in the golden age of travel now in that it's – Cheaper, relatively speaking, in the front of the plane. I mean, lie flat beds, showers, you know, in the back, I agree. It's a little bit more grim, but it's a lot cheaper. And I think more people than ever can afford to travel. So yeah, what's your take? Do you think? Well, more people can afford to travel because the planes are totally packed. Yeah. And there are many, many more people than 30 years ago traveling to all these remote places that we're all flocking to because we're looking for adventure, we're looking for excitement, we're looking for something new and different. So it's um, a lot of fun for me to travel. I like traveling. But uh, I much prefer a, a lovely challenger, private challenger, yes. <laughs> a private a private uh, um, Global Express, <laughs> G5. Awesome. I don't get to be on them all the time, but it's fun to be on, on private aircraft. Is that how you go when you go to Maine? Uh, well, yeah, because there's just not enough airplanes going to Maine. It used to be a daily or twice daily kind of flight to Bar Harbor, but yeah. now you have to go to Boston and, you, and the weather. and yeah. that, So it's easier to just use a charter so no points though no well you well actually yeah, most private jet companies don't let you put it on but actually since our last discussion i knew you had a lot of amex points are you better about your points or are you still hoarding well them? T- uh, tasmania was pretty oh, much did you free yeah to go to australia to sydney and then all the way down to hobart First class for the whole family. It was great. Oh, good. Because yeah. I was worried last time because you were you were hoarding them. And then you were like, maybe I'll just use them for Florida trips. I'm like, no, do the big ones. I did the big ones. Good. And it was very economical to do that. And you also taught me about you know charging on my credit card any big expenses yeah. and making sure that it was all done that way. Don't write checks. Charge. <laughs> so, but Tasmania was fabulous. I've never oh, been. Oh, it's a it's an amazing country. It is a green country. Very food savvy. Everybody's growing things. Everybody's making the most delicious wines. I was told while I was there that the French are even shuddering in their boots because the champagne oh, is really? really good. So oh. I tasted it. It is really good. Interesting. And the red wines and the white wines are superb. But the best thing I had the cherries and the peaches and the apricots. I couldn't believe it. They they were so much better than anything really? I had ever. Oh, and blackberries. I had never had a blackberry that I liked, really liked. Yeah. They were so good. How, did you see any devils? Oh, we did. We saw Tasmanian devils. Are they as crazy as they're, they're sad made little creatures? <laughs> they're they're sick. They they have a, oh. they have an illness. All of and, them. And uh, yeah, all the Tasmanian devils are infected with some sort of horrible virus that doesn't make them very pretty. Oh, and so uh, sad. they're they're Poor trying devil. to they're trying to find this the cure for the illness. But they're cute little rodentia looking little things. Cute little things. Yeah. The terrain is extremely beautiful too. It goes from very mountainous and lake in the southwest where you can only walk. The only way to get around is by helicopter or walking. Really? Yep, that's the only way. Why? And kayak. You can go kayak around the in the ocean. But there are no roads. Interesting. So it's trekking. Do you like helicopters? Oh, I love helicopters. It's my favorite way to travel. Yeah. Very, very they, much. They have the blade bounce now. It's like six minutes from the west side to JFK. It's yeah. so convenient. No, it's my favorite way. All right. Now we're going to take a quick pause to hear from our sponsors. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. So cruising. So you just teamed up with MSC Cruises. Yeah. So Martha hits the high seas. Yeah. For me, um, the cruises are a, a very nice way for economical way for families to take vacations to see a lot of different ports, say in the yeah. Caribbean or in the Northeast. There are cruise ships coming right by my house in Seal Harbor, Maine now. I've always wanted to do one of those Canadian ones like up to Nova Scotia. We're going to do it all. We're all going on one, an MSC cruise in October. All my friends want to go. Oh, so, fun. so we're all going and we're going from What's Bar Harbor to Nova Scotia up to uh, way up. I can't wait. Amazing. Yeah, it's going to be fun. So you are curating experiences. So, yes. So this must have been a fun job to actually go and test things out and put your Martha stamp yes, of approval. Yes. And, and what we're doing is mine are culinary and nature related excursions. So one way you pay for your basic cruise, then you get on the cruise and you can choose excursions in the different ports. So you can sign up for a Martha Stewart excursion cruise and you can go to the restaurants I like, you go to the markets I like, get those kinds of experiences yeah. that I find when I travel. So that's what we're trying to do. Uh, Puerto Rico, I love Puerto Rico. Another, you were just there for the opening of Dorado, right? We were. We How were. Was that? Oh, it's I've never most been to Dorado. Beautiful yeah. resort. And uh, Dorado Beach, I used to go there when I was a stockbroker. We would take clients there. We had an apartment uh, right in Dorado Beach, a condo. And we would stay there with our clients and, and golf and do whatever, play tennis and stuff. Because it, it's such an easy trip from yeah. New York. And uh, It is so easy. And they've rebuilt the entire place. And it's one of the first really luxurious resorts rebuilt after yeah. the terrible hurricane. The uh, interior of the island is yeah, still, still suffering terribly. Jose Andres is down there. He was there at the yeah. opening of the Dorado. But he also took me to some of his projects yeah. where they are trying to teach the farmers more sustainable ways yeah. of farming and growing things because they need help. They yeah. need because yeah, once the, the whole farm no gets wiped out, no raw materials. Yeah. You know, it's like is it yeah, the infrastructure is still. Oh. Horrible, horrible. But I like to see what's going on. Since um, I've started these travel, these trips, these Mm -hmm. amazing trips with my nieces and nephews and some of my friends. And we would go about a group of about 12 of us or 14 of us would go. We went one year to Egypt where we had Professor Weeks, who taught at Yale, take us on a 10-day trip through Egypt. And I had six nieces and nephews with me and ranging from seven to 16. And then we went to the Amazon and we took a boat away up the Amazon. Then we went to uh, Machu Picchu. And you go with these guides who give you all the history. Oh yeah. We we figure out a really, really great trip ahead of time, of course. Mm -hmm. And we have it all set up and they have worked so beautifully. The Galapagos 22 years ago was one of the most incredible trips I've ever been on. And then we went back. I wanted my grandchildren to see it, so we went back two and a half years ago. And what a different place. Oh, really? Is it? We saw maybe one-fifth of the number of animals oh, that really? we had seen 
on the previous yeah, and even trip. Even Machu Picchu. I so I'm going. I'm taking my parents this summer. But to Machu Picchu. Yeah. I'm, oh. But it, but you know, over tourism, and now they actually want to do a an airport at the top of Machu Picchu. And of course, all the archaeologists are like, what the oh, heck no, are you no, doing? No, they like, can't. The stones will get Over tourism is a problem. I mean, yeah. we see now in Europe, Barcelona yeah. and so, Amsterdam are like so turning people away. They're like, no. I feel so fortunate that I've seen so many of these places pre-over tourism. Yeah. But yet there's so many other places to right. see. So what's on your list? Where oh, well, you I, a friend of mine is an archaeologist and uh, she's leading a tour to Western Mongolia. Oh, wow. That's a very exciting trip. Yeah, yeah. And especially with an archaeologist who has government support. I've been uh, to several wonderful places in Africa. That's still an amazing place to see. Have you done the gorillas in Rwanda? Uh, no, I haven't, so, I haven't, so I haven't done that. Oh, there's so much to see. And I just hope that the unrest in the world will be tempered and we can all feel free to go wherever we want to go. That's my dream. But travel is, I think, one of life's joys. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to Turkey this summer, too. Oh, nice. Yeah. I love Turkey. And I've waited and waited because of the unrest there to go back. Have you done Cappadocia? Oh, yes. I love and the, that, and the, the oh, hot air balloons. Oh, of course. And I've never done Bodrum. There's all these. Oh, Bodrum is so beautiful. Yeah. And Ephesus. And yeah. uh, and uh, I've, been all, I've been in a lot of places in Turkey. But we're going to be doing the foods of Turkey in oh, the wow. different districts. Are you going to do a book on it? I uh, know. I hope I'm doing a PBS show. Ah. Yeah. So that will be very fun if that happens. And I will uh, know a lot more about Turkish cooking. I love international places, but there's so many places in the U.S. Like you love Maine. Like what are some of the other hidden secrets in the U.S. that you would encourage people to Well, explore? the Everglades. The Everglades are beautiful. And they need our attention mm. because of the, the flooding of the Everglades, the rising seas. So, But that's a good place to start if you're going to be domestic. Uh, the Everglades is mm. very beautiful. Maine is extremely beautiful. All over Maine. Yeah. The lady who started Burt's Bees – uh, she has bought up thousands and thousands of acres near Baxter State Park, and she wants to just encourage more people to enjoy the wilderness. Mm -hmm. I think that that's such a great thing to do. Yeah. And the climate in Maine is very nice, and it's one of the few states in the nation that is uh, going to be tolerable if yeah, global I warming I doesn't. Going. I remember going to your farm years ago for Thanksgiving, and I remember seeing your Frisian horses and just that – Amazing. So I actually just bought 40 acres in uh, Bucks County, Pennsylvania, oh, good. where I grew up. And I'm oh, gonna, good. It's going to be a several-year process. What town? And uh, New Hope. Oh, lovely. It's yeah. so beautiful. It's so Did be you get an old house? So no, I, I have a plot of land, and I'm going to build a, a new house. I love – there's so many like houses from the 17 and 1800s, but since I'm 6'7", yeah, like, it just doesn't work. So they're, they're fun to look over. at, but like for me to live in, I want to uh, – a big glass but I can't house wait to, enjoying uh, your Because living in New York, you got to have that balance. At you least do. Drives me I crazy. agree with you. So let's just talk travel items. So I'm curious, do you know the whole craze with CBD? Everyone is talking about CBD oils. And what is your take on that? Have well, you I'm working with Canopy, uh, which is the largest producer of CBD. and uh, I knew you'd have your hands on the yeah. fingers on the pulse. Did Snoop um, make that introduction for he you? He did, actually. Really? Yeah, he did. He's, um, he's an early investor in, in Canopy. Mm. But I am on the advisory board for developing CBD-infused foods for animals, for yeah, dogs and cats. I We're posted doing about CBD, and everyone is saying my dog had arthritis, seizures. And yes. Arth yeah. And we are still in our research, but we're finding interesting things. And you're, you have such a nice dog-friendly office. But I, I hope we can find things. And I have horses. Mm -hmm. uh, Do you also. still have the Frisians? Oh, yes. I have six Frisians. Are they and, good to ride? Oh, they're beautiful. I ride every week. And I have donkeys. I just got two more Sicilian donkeys this Sunday. 
from Sicily. That's what I need. Now I have five. How I many animals five. do you have? A couple hundred. <laughs> Just a couple, but just a couple hundred. It includes chickens, yeah, and, yeah. you know, poultry and geese. And I've been I've been breeding geese, crazy geese. They're very fun. And I just got black chickens today. Uh, they're called Aram Sarami, and they're all black. They're black inside as well as outside, and their flesh is black. Do people eat them? Yes, they're are you going to them? raise them? To, no, uh, I'm raising them for their <laughs> eggs because their eggs are, are black. What? Out, yeah, the shells are black as coal. They are look you? like. They look like coal. The yolk's not black. Though, no. is it? <laughs> Although, I don't know, because I haven't opened one. So actually, I'm good friends with Eric Edge at Postmates. Oh, you and are? I saw your I love your commercials with them. What's the craziest item that you have Postmated, or do you? <laughs> oh, we're, we're just, well, you know, the with, East I'm Coast. I'm sure when you hang out with Snoop, you know, the, the Coast, Postmates orders. Yeah, the East Coast isn't so, isn't, is, is uh, that we're, we're growing the yeah. East Coast. And the awareness of Postmates yeah. that you can pretty much Postmate anything. anything. yeah. But the the little promotional spots that we did where they're on Martha Stewart 48 and they're going to be all over the place are very funny. And that's a, a fast-growing company. Yeah. You're really conducting very nice services for for I use all, all of us. I right? use it all the time, especially when staying in hotels. Room service is so blah. Like I love well, – Well, Kurumazushi. Like, do you know Kurumazushi? Uh-uh. Well, that's my favorite Japanese restaurant in New York. Oh, actually, it's I think upstairs was at your Thanksgiving. on Forty Seventh Street. Chef was at your house at Thanksgiving. Uh, no, not that one. Uh, no, that was another uh, one. That's that's and Brasserie, another uh, favorite restaurant. But Kurumazushi Postmates is on Postmates. So I didn't know that <laughs> until just recently. You're going to be so earning I'm those gonna, points. I'm going to be in big trouble because that's very expensive, but it's very delicious. So we're doing that. I'm also doing some fabulous promotional things for uh, Uber. Oh, right. So, and let me ask about the Uber because I follow you on Instagram. You had your your Uber ride that was my not in, so perfect. My initial ride. The Martha Stewart 48 Instagram takedown of Uber <laughs> was hysterical. The floor mats were. No, they were. No, dirty. I got into a car full of leaves and, and bottles half <laughs> well, full of water. Don't you like leaves? You're, you're well, I didn't girl. expect it in a city, in a city <laughs> 57th Uber. Street. So, so, did they reach out to you? Yeah, because I was very nice at the end of my rant. I said that. I certainly hope they get it together because I'm a big fan and it's such a wonderful service. And so they liked that and they came and they wanted me to promote the Uber Black, mm-hmm. which is you can have temperature control. You can have silence. It just, it just asked me that yesterday. Yes. Isn't I it did, fun? My, yeah. With Black, you can just put- Oh, you just say you want it silent. You want it a temperature control. You want luggage help. Very creative team. And, and I think it's a very good service. I mean, yeah. it's it's hard to it's so all that, easy. Yeah. do all that stuff in a yellow cab. Yeah. You know, you can't do it. I remember those days in New York when there were no Ubers and you'd have, you know, in the rain, yeah. battling with people across the street to well, get the like, taxi. It's, to me, it like it's, to me, in a lot of the cabs, it's like sitting in a police car in the back seat. Have you ever been in yeah. one of those? Mm, oh my god i think i have actually with the, with the, with the divider <laughs> yeah yeah well my knees don't fit in the no, back of taxi no, yeah, i had like... to sit this way we had an accident i had yeah. to sit in the back with with four dogs oh my god and my driver not the chows our, our car had gone into a ditch in the snow and we had to sit and the not police, the big dogs with... yes two chows <laughs> two frenchies a driver and me in the back seat of a that needs to be I a throwback had... thursday on your account remember when <laughs> oh brother well, Martha, it's been fabulous talking. My final question is, are you a window or aisle seat? Oh, I am definitely a window seat. Yes, team window. Because um, windows allow you to put your head next to the window. You can, you know, if you fall asleep, you can nod yep. off to the window. You can put a pillow there or your yep. neck pillow, which you should always travel with. Okay. 
Always. I'm a huge fan of neck pillows. I, I sometimes I'll buy them in the airport, but I like I put them away because sometimes I'm embarrassed to have. Them. Oh no! Don't be, ever be embarrassed. <laughs> yeah. They're so good for your neck. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, even in first class, you know, like it's yeah, first no, class really isn't that well, much different than many coach first classes do not have yeah. pillows any yeah. longer, and those pillows are, are nasty, so yeah. well, they're they're just not they're not plump. It's like a little postage stamp. Yeah, yeah. they're not plump. Yeah. Muji has the best neck pillows. Oh. Do you know that? Yeah. Oh, I yeah. Didn't, I've never Muji. had one. Yeah. Yeah, and they're gray and they're nondescript. Are they and, like foamy or? Uh, they're or? they're nice. They're nicely stuffed so that they really do offer the support you need, and they're covered with a nice jersey like material hmm. instead of, you know, yeah, satin like the, or ugh. yeah, the squishy ones. Yeah. <laughs> well, I wish you the safest and most comfortable travels. And Thank you. Eat all of the food in Turkey for me. Okay, and everybody take tours on MSC. MSC. Take an Uber to Great your value to your travel agent to book an MSC tour, and while you're waiting, get some Postmates and, and, <laughs> and read Martha Stewart Living Magazine. No one can promote Martha like like she can. Anything else? <laughs> no, no. It's really uh, a joy to talk to you, and yeah. you listeners haven't been to this beautiful office full of very exciting things. Things. It's, it's great. It's fun to think that this was just like a, a little idea I had. I sat on this idea. People were like, oh, the world doesn't need another travel blogger. Oh, what do you have to add? Or yes, blah, blah, they blah. do. Yeah, they so do. They need ideas. And everyone can be a points guy or points girl, even Martha Stewart. Thank you. Thank you, Martha. That's all for this episode. Thanks again to our wonderful guest, Martha Stewart. And thanks to my podcast team, Margaret Kelly and Caroline Shagrin. And of course, special thanks to my amazing executive assistant, Christy Matsui. Our theme music is by Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Brian Kelly, and this is Talking Points. Safe travels. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.